Welcome to Living Radiant. I'm your host, Kelsey Fagan, and I'm sorry if my voice sounds really rough on this episode. I kind of lost it over the weekend, not like fully lost, obviously, or we would not uh, be chatting right now, clearly, but it's taken like some extra effort to get out. You know, if you've like ever had just like a long weekend of drinking, partying type of deal, you know the vibes. It just kills your voice. I was at um, my bestie's bachelorette party this past weekend, and it was super fun. If you follow me on TikTok or Instagram, you probably saw some pictures, videos, all that fun stuff. Um, But yeah, super fun. We went to Austin, Texas, which I had never been to Austin I don't think anyone in the group besides two people, I think, had been. And the two people who had been had each only been once. So if I'm remembering that correctly. So, yeah. So it was pretty much new to everyone. We were kind of figuring it out as we went. Um, but I'm I'm going to be honest, y'all. I'm not a huge Austin girl. I mean, clearly I couldn't see all of it in the, you know, three-ish days that I was there. But it was a really fun trip just because it was a fun group and I adore the bride and we had some fun activities, but Austin as a whole, I don't know. I don't under, I unpopular opinion because I feel like everyone is obsessed with it, but I didn't understand the hype. Like I just thought it was kind of a normal city and like, I didn't really love the nightlife there and there was good food I'll for sure give it that but a lot of big cities have good food so that's not anything special to me I don't know if I'm picking a Texas city I'm just saying I'm picking Dallas it's like a little more upscale feeling to me I kind of like the people a little better I don't know I don't know don't don't um don't hate me but well if you hate me that's okay I guess but I prefer you did it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, getting more into the positive now. So we did a day like a boat day out on Lake Travis. And that was really fun. Um, we met like a whole bunch of people. It was super cool. It was like a, a quote unquote disco cruise. Uh, and so it mixed a bunch of bachelor and bachelorette parties. But it was kind of comical because it turned out that on our particular boat, there was only one bachelor party and just like a bunch of girls. So we were like, okay, this group clearly got lucky, but okay. I have to tell you the funniest thing. So, uh, we started talking to like that bachelor party. Well, okay. They started talking to us if we're, if we're being, if we're being particular about it, but anyways, we realized they were from Miami and some of our group was from Miami. A lot of us are from Tampa. And so we had just kind of like clicked with them. And I had like really hit it off with like one of the guys who I like kept talking to throughout the weekend and whatnot. And if you've seen the video, it was on the Jonas Brothers story. And then it's also like blown up on TikTok of like a group of guys from a bachelor party who were like front row at the Jonas Brothers, that was this group of guys. And it's like so funny to me that that's gotten popular now Um, because how that happened is the groom of their group is friends with Joe Jonas. So they got like friends and family passes. And I definitely tried to convince them to get them for us too, but they couldn't, you know, bring nine girls into the friends and family section. They were like right across from like Priyanka and everything. There, There was no way we were getting into that, but I had to try, you know? But anyways, just like a funny little tidbit, like the people you meet when you go to different cities and like are out and social. If there's one thing about me, I 
have learned to always kind of try to meet people when I go new places and to just be a little more social because you really like you just never know who you're going to encounter. And we ended up meeting a few people from Tampa, too. Like, it's it's just so funny how that works out. So, yeah, funny story there. But the boat was super fun. Just a good little time outside on the water. Um, yes, the Florida girls went to Austin to go on a boat. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun time. And we went to this a restaurant that, that night called Anthem that was like Texasian food is what they called it, like mixing Texas cuisine with Asian. And that was really good. I will give that some credit. And then we went out on Rainy Street. And I'm going to be honest, I don't really like Rainy Street. I thought it was really young and it was like a lot of like backyard bars with all the same playlists. I don't know. Maybe we just couldn't find the right places. But the only bar that I did enjoy on Rainy Street, I don't remember the name of it. But it was just because they heard we were a bachelorette party and uh, they gave us a table and champagne and like roped off a little section. And so that was nice and super fun. Um, But yeah, and then the next day we did some wineries. That was so fun. If you've never done the wineries in like the hill country outside of Austin, yo, if you go, you just need to. We had a party bus pick us up. And that was a good time. And it was like 40 minutes or so outside of Austin. And we went to two wineries. One of them was all Texas wines, like the grapes grown in Texas and the wine made in Texas. And then the next one was the it was interesting because the grapes were grown in California, but the actual wine itself was made in Texas. So it was kind of a combo. And let me tell you, California wines are better than Texas wines. I know this isn't earth shattering information, but it was like the difference was just drastic. (laughs) Like it's so interesting to me. I don't know. Maybe in another life, I'll be a sommelier. I kind of think about that all the time. I'm like, this is just so cool. I made a a TikTok kind of showing some of the different wines and it's a little loud in the background to hear, but I have captions on it. So that helps a bit. I hope Paisley stop chewing on your foot. My dog is chewing on her foot. I'm so sorry. It's like a pet peeve of mine. No, no. So anyways, we did that. And then we went out that night on West six, which I am definitely more of a West six kind of girl. It still wasn't fully my favorite. I think I'm just too old for that sometimes. Like I just, I don't know. I I think I'm just my old age. I feel like a lot of the people I meet out are are kind of young 20s and I'm just not that anymore. I'm 26, almost 27. And I can't I can't keep up anymore. I just don't think it's as fun as I used to think it was. But it was fun because of the group of people. Like just the group of girls was so cool. And I already knew everyone um, because I'm the, the maid of honor. And I, you know, obviously have been in the bride's life for a long time. And so I've, I've met all these people who are important to her, but it was really fun to get everyone together and to just like celebrate her because she's just the most wonderful, beautiful person inside and out. And so that was really fun. And I love getting to do the different outfits and we purposely did outfits that people would actually rewear and hopefully things that people wouldn't have to buy, like just things that are a little easier to find. So I loved all the outfits and seeing everyone's outfits just so much fun. And now I'm just incredibly tired. So freaking tired. 
I there was one night the last night there I slept for like 20 maybe 30 minutes that night and then got up to leave for the airport oh my god it was miserable and it was my own fault my own personal series of poor decisions for my sleep but really fun um so I was just like so sleep deprived yesterday because I'm recording this on Tuesday night normally I've never recorded this late before but um I just didn't I didn't have time so here we are but that's okay it's literally gonna come out in the morning all good all good it's still getting done still enjoying chatting with y'all but yeah yesterday like I was just so tired I went to bed at like not even nine o'clock it was sometime between 8 30 and 9 and then I got up at my normal time which is 5 20 a.m and I felt like I hadn't slept at all and I've been tired all day I've had three cups of coffee (laughs) it's a struggle I cannot recover like I used to in my younger years I kid you not so I, I graduated college at 21 and so I like went into the workforce at 21 And I would go out, stay out all night, drink four times as much as I do on a night out now. And I'd still be into work by 9 a.m. And I'd be a little miserable for a couple hours. And then I'd be perfectly fine, like good as new. And 26-year-old me, I can't do that. I cannot do that. If you are a younger person listening to this, enjoy your youth, I, I, I say, as I'm still technically young. But I just enjoy because... It doesn't last. <laughs> I didn't even drink that much. Like I, I'm definitely one who people will be like, you're only on your second drink. It's been five hours, but I just, it's not, it's not my jam as much. I don't like drinking as much as I used to. I do still enjoy it socially from time to time, but yeah, I think you can totally go out and have fun and not have to drink a lot or anything even. So, and I wasn't the only one in the group like that. So that was cool. Um, and no hate to the people who do drink a lot. Like you do you boo. As long as you know, it's the right decision for you. I see no issues. I see none. Um, but yeah, so that was my weekend and today has just been a little bit of a struggle getting through work and all that. I did go to Pilates this morning. Um, and I actually was proud of myself, but I, I literally, I felt like I was going to fall asleep, like during my Pilates class, which normally I'm very far from asleep because I'm kind of in pain. But I'm I'm over here like mid push up about to fall asleep. <laughs> it, was, it was it was interesting. So, but I'm I'm feeling more awake now, where I don't think I'd be able to chat with you. <laughs> but anyways, so that's that's kind of it for my life updates at the moment. Oh, and then today marks my 10 day mark until I move to Kansas City, and I'm getting very excited. So that's all in the works very soon not this coming weekend but the next one is when i'll actually drive up so really hype for that but that's the end of my life updates let's jump into today's topic which i have been so excited about doing this episode i just wanted to do it right and be able to like do the correct research and things for it and make it actually valuable you know so Today's episode is a topic near and dear to my heart. It is on glimmers. You may or may not have heard of glimmers. I feel like quite a few people have now. It kind of went viral on um, on the apps at one point. But if you haven't, or if you have, and you've just never actually heard the actual definition, I don't know. So the definition 
from the individual who coined the term, which is Deb Dana. So it's small moments when our biology is in a place of connection or regulation, which cues or our nervous system to feel safe or calm. So Deb Dana is a licensed clinical social worker who specializes in complex trauma. And she coined this term in her book titled The Polyvagal Theory in Therapy, which I haven't read yet, but I actually just ordered because I've seen some snippets from it. And obviously I've um, done a good, a good amount of looking into this particular theory, but to kind of explain what glimmers are more. So something that she quotes in her book is, we're not talking great, big, expansive experiences of joy or safety or connection. These are micro moments that begin to shape our system in very gentle ways. Essentially, this is the opposite of a trigger, like, uh, like, like trauma triggers or things that trigger negative emotions. This is the opposite of that. So it's something that brings joy, happiness, ease, relaxation, safety, or connection, or some combo of those things. So basically, it's a little thing in your day that you find and you choose to recognize as a this feels good thing. This made me feel good in some capacity or safe or calm or something. And this has proven so, so useful to me. And the thing about glimmers too is all senses can experience them. So it's not necessarily like an all-encompassing experience, you know? It's individual little things. So like right now, I'm going to stop and go through some glimmers that I can find at this exact moment 6.07 p.m. on Monday, September 5th, sitting at my desk in my living room right now, I'm going to go through all of my senses and tell you the glimmers that I can find. So, okay. So the first sense, we're going to start with sight. I think this, this one comes really easily for me. I think it probably will for most people, but I'm just a super visual person. So for me, I'm looking out my window right now. And the sky is super blue. It's like a really pretty shade of blue. And it has the big fluffy cumulus clouds, you know, the the big like fluffy ones that look like cotton candy that you can take a bite out of or you can find little shapes in. Those are the kinds of clouds right now. And the sun is just kind of chilling behind them. And it gets that little like glow on the edge, you know, that kind of heavenly vibes. That is my my sight glimmer right now because when I stop and look at it, it feels joyful because I look at it and I'm like, this is so beautiful and it's just there for me to look at. Sorry, just I I just started walking toward my window <laughs> to like look at this better, and I stepped on my dog's like squeaky toy. So I don't know if y'all just heard that squeak. If you did, I'm so sorry. But anyways, so that's my sight glimmer is these really pretty clouds and the blue sky. So we love a sight glimmer. Okay. Smell for me. I oftentimes have to work harder to find smell, but I think smell, and I'm pretty sure there's some sort of science on this, but I think smell can be the most impactful So right now for me, my smell glimmer 
So I got a new perfume. It's a Valentino perfume, Voce Viva, and it smells so delightful. So I put it on this morning and I can still smell it. And yes, it lasts that long, by the way, all day. I love it. But it is a warm floral sort of scent, super feminine, which I love those scents. It's like orange blossom, gardenia with like a vanilla undertone. Oh my God. It's so beautiful. And I love it. And when I smell it, I'm like, this is actual heaven. Another interesting one with smell that this, I don't know, this might be super niche, but there are certain smells that just remind me of like positive experiences in my childhood, like scratch and sniff stickers. I loved like the grape ones of those. That's <laughs> so specific. But whenever that scent, there's like a very particular kind of grape scent that smells like those scratch and sniff stickers. It's just like instant happiness for me. Or a smell one that I really love. Sorry, I know I'm supposed to be doing these in the moment, but I just have a few smell examples that I'm obsessed with. So pine, like like Christmas tree pine sort of scent. Oh, oh my God. The the instant happiness that I get. It's like I feel like I'm being hugged when I smell Christmas trees. So anyways, smell glimmers. Okay, next one is going to be taste, which technically I can't do because I'm not going to stop and eat or drink something while I'm talking to you. But uh, my three cups of coffee that I've had today, one of them was just a few hours ago, and that was super tasty. I got a pumpkin spice creamer from Chobani that is an oat-based creamer, and I'm a huge oat-based girly. I'm a huge pumpkin spice girly. This thing tastes so good. I put it in my cold brew. Oh, heaven, heaven. So that is that's obviously got to be my taste glimmer. And then let's do touch. Um, and then we'll do like sound hearing. Okay. So my touch glimmer at this particular moment is my dog Paisley. She's right next to me and she has the softest ears in the entire world. Honestly, all of her fur is really soft, but her ears are so silky and I love stroking them. And so I'm stroking her little ears right now. Okay. She's also now a sight glimmer for me because she's the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> how many times can I talk about Paisley on one episode? Let's count. <laughs> I think I talk about her every single episode. I'm obsessed with her. She's the love of my life. But anyways, Paisley's ears, I'm obsessed with them. They're so silky. They're so nice. I just want to curl up in them and never stop touching them. So that's, that's my, my touch glimmer sound right now. I guess this one technically isn't in the exact moment either. Dang, I'm not doing a good job at this. Um, but it was just moments ago, just before I started recording this, I keep podcasts on in the background while I work all day. And so I just finished work and I was listening to armchair expert with Dak Shepard and Monica Padman. And I love them. And I've been listening to them for years at this point. And I don't know what it is about their voices, but it's like the tone. And I don't know. I feel like I'd be their best friends. Like if I don't, their whole friend group, whenever they talk about it or have people on from it, I just feel like I'd fit it so well. So anyways, Dax and Monica, their voices are a sound glimmer for me because it's like a nice little 
escape almost of just a podcast I really enjoy. And they seem so friendly and welcoming and non-judgmental. And so I hear their voices. And I don't know if you have anyone like this, but just certain people's voices you hear where you're like, that's a good one. And it's just immediate positive vibes. Yeah, that's that's them for me. They're two of those for me. So those are my five current glimmers. And I do that just to show you like how easy it is to find these when you actually just stop and look around. And I'm telling you, once you do start noticing them, you you start noticing them more and more. And this is actually like according to the science behind it, that's actually like a, a factual thing because your body likes how it feels to recognize those things. So when you start noticing them, you continue to because your body is is telling you to look for it because it likes it. It's like that little, um, like how when you get a reward for something like eating or working out or whatever, like it's that same sort of concept where your body is seeking out those things that feels good to it, that feels good, that feel good. One of those. Um, but yeah, and, and they're so easy to find. And so when you can find lots and lots of them, it's the best thing. And then a few tips to help you get better for looking at these glimmers or actually like searching for them. So one, set a glimmer intention. So for example, I'm going to look for one glimmer before lunch. Cause if you get too ambitious with it from the start, like that's, that's pretty much never good for any goal for the majority of people I feel like, but setting an intention, like I'm going to look for one glimmer before lunch or while I'm on my walk today, I'm going to look for one glimmer or like while I'm at work or something of that nature, right? Like kind of give yourself a tangible goal that is easy to achieve. That can be super, super helpful. And then another one is share your glimmers. If you have someone in your life who is also on like a wellness sort of journey, like most of us are here who um, are in this community, share this with them and actually talk about your glimmers together. It is actually so fun to do that with people. And I've actually been doing this for a long time. I realized not quite as much anymore, and I definitely need to get back to that. But where I originally heard the concept of glimmers, except we didn't call it glimmers because it didn't actually exist yet. But anyways, where I was very first introduced to this sort of concept was actually in sort of a sharing sort of scenario. So my freshman year of college, I was in a small group at church and it was led by a couple of the older girls. And one thing that they had suggested we do was to keep a running note on your phone of all the little things that felt good to you during the day. And that was how they phrased it. They obviously, they, you know, they didn't call it glimmers. This was 2015. This wasn't a thing yet. I'm pretty sure this became a thing in 2018, I want to say, is when this came out. I'll check on that. Don't don't fact check that at, at this moment. <laughs> but anyways, that's how they they framed it. And of course, it you know, it was in a church setting. So they were kind of framing it as like, oh, this is like God giving you these good, happy things. And so if you do believe in that, great. You can also use that. Um, but regardless, I found 
that actually typing down in my notes on my phone reminded me to do it and then helped me to remember what those glimmers were. So I had it to look back to um, when I was maybe in more of like a low moment or something or needed ideas of, of things to look for again. And and then we would go and share our little notes, our phone notes in the following week's small group. So we would go around at the start and share some of our favorite glimmers from that week. And of course, again, we didn't call them glimmers, but that's, you know, basically what they were. And we would share them with the group. And it was such a nice experience because I felt like I kind of got to relive that little glimmer by sharing it out loud. And then it was just like exciting to do too of like, oh, I like found all these like really cool little things this week. Like I saw a really pretty bird or I caught four green lights in a row. Like just, I don't know, like it can be silly little things. And then also hearing other people's glimmers gave me ideas of things to look for. And then it was also like I could experience that good positive feeling as they were sharing theirs because I could kind of envision it for myself. I don't know if you did that when I was talking about some glimmers that I noticed earlier, but when you hear other people's, it can actually be a really positive experience for you too, because it's almost like you're reliving it with them. So I am a big proponent of that, of to get sort of a glimmer buddy or a friend or a family member or just like talking on your social media or something. You can kind of share these with so you can relive both your own and other people's. I just think that's a really, a really fun tip for this one. So what it is that recognizing glimmers is doing really is it's basically rewiring your nervous system or kind of conditioning your nervous system to focus on the bright side and to be able to identify these more positive things instead of being on edge all the time. And that's also why this is such a helpful thing for trauma survivors is because when you have gone through trauma, and that can be like big T trauma or little T trauma, you know, everyone has different forms of, of trauma, you know, it can be different severities, but everyone's, everyone's got their stuff, you know? So when you're someone who's, who's been through quite a bit of trauma, or just maybe even if it's smaller trauma, it's more recent, you feel on edge a lot because your body's in that sort of fight or flight mode, you know? And the thing is we, we evolved that way. And I majored in anthropology, so I do actually have some knowledge on this, but we evolved that way because we used to have to worry about like uh, conditions, like natural weather conditions and like mammoths and shit. Like you, you know, like you just, you had to be a little more alert oftentimes, but we don't actually have to be like that. The the, like the vast majority of the time now for most people in 2023, you don't have to be in that really kind of state of fight or flight as much. And so when you are focusing on these glimmers, it's helping to calm down your nervous system and to get your nervous system to not just see those things that put you on edge, but to see those things that make you happy and relax you. And so you are conditioning yourself to see those things. And it genuinely makes a really great impact. Um, or at least I, I found that it does for me. And I know a lot of other people have found that it does for them as well, or this wouldn't have gotten to be as popular of a concept as it is. And what I love about glimmers 
is that no matter what is going on in your life, you could have legitimately the worst life on planet Earth, but there are always glimmers, always. And a lot of times they're not even that hard to find. And this isn't to like discount, you know, negative things that you have going on or to discount any trauma or to invalidate or anything like that. Like this is not a toxic positivity thing, but everyone can find glimmers. Even if you are someone who doesn't have all five senses at a hundred percent, like you can still, you can find glimmers. You can find those little things that surround you, like a really good song that you hear or really pretty flowers or how a warm shower feels like a hug or just looking around, just stopping and observing the world around you. Even if it's just out the window, you know, it doesn't matter what's going on in your life. You can find glimmers. And so this makes it a really low lift and something that is very realistic and very achievable for pretty much everyone on the earth. Not even pretty much everyone. It just legit everyone. Um, and I, you know, I get nervous to, to blanket statement things like that. But this is something that I feel kind of confident about. Like I can't, maybe it's out there, but I can't imagine someone who, you know, wouldn't be able to find at least one glimmer in their day. So I think that's a really cool, cool thing about glimmers. And another thing I want to point out is sometimes I think we don't feel worthy of it. Like sometimes we don't feel worthy of finding those things, especially if we have some negative things going on in our lives, because it's like, okay, well, you know, shit's hitting the fan. Like, why am I going to sit here and be like, that's a really pretty bird making some pretty chirping noises. Like what's the good in that? But it does help. And you are worthy of it. You are no matter who you are, no matter what's going on in your life, you're worthy of it and you can find it. And I adore that about glimmers. And I hope that this is something you start implementing in your life. Because when I finally just took the advice and <laughs> looked at the research and saw like, okay, yeah, this is pretty valid. And I did it in my life. It really has helped to kind of bring my nervous system back to a, a more calm place on a more consistent basis. And so I hope you find that it does that for you too. And that's really all I have for you on this episode. I need to go eat some dinner and stop talking because my voice is simply going to give out. I feel like it's probably gotten worse over this episode or just like lower pitched. I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. But anyways, you can find me on TikTok and Instagram at KelseyFagan96. I would love to see you there. And I'd really appreciate it if you rated this episode. It helps in rankings and to just get more people to see this podcast. And the community has been slowly but steadily growing. So I'm really excited to just keep that growth going because I'm just so excited and really enjoy this podcast and being able to come in and talk with you all and engage in you know, just exploring these different topics of things um, in life to help live a more radiant life and and to to live life knowing that you are radiant, I, I think is really cool. So this is, um, you know, glimmers, I think are a really good opportunity to do opportunity to do that. I, I really have to stop talking. Alrighty. Well, until next time, my radiant babes. <laughs>